Hi friends, welcome to Finally Out With Friends. My name is Rye and my pronouns are he, him. And this is B, she, her. And together we hope to create a welcoming and safe space for anyone who needs to take a breath and finally be out with friends. Trigger warning. In this episode, we will be talking about gender identity and upsetting topics such as SA and murder in the trans community. If these are topics you do not feel comfortable listening to or will upset you, take care of yourself and we will catch you in the next one. This week will be shedding light on Trans Awareness Week, which is November 13th through 19th. Trans Awareness Week is an annual celebration that leads up to Transgender Day of Remembrance, which is held on November 20th. The actual dates never change, but the days of the week do, and unfortunately, we weren't able to find the first year that it started. Trans Awareness Week is to acknowledge members, celebrate them and their experiences, and to bring awareness to the discrimination they face. This week is also to educate about transgender and gender non-conforming people and the issues associated with their transition or identity. Some of the ways you can celebrate as an ally during this time are things as simple as just being mindful of a person's pronouns. If you're not sure, you should ask respectfully or even learning about the community through media written or performed by a member of the community. Some of the books, TV, movies, and YouTubers we recommend are... So, first is a documentary I everyone should watch. Um, it's called Disclosure, which it was made in 20... released in 2020. Uh, the documentary uh, has Hollywood insiders like Sam... Fader. Yeah, thank you. Amy Shoulder and Laverne Cox take a closer look at how trans people have been depicted and often often misrepresented in the media and how that turns impacts real people. And it's important film that holds industry on industry accountable. You can watch Disclosure on Netflix. Um, a, from that documentary, there's a, uh, quote by Jen Richards, which I feel very important and I very much resonate with it. Um, she said, when you start watching trans clips back to back, you see how often the people around the trans characters feel betrayed or lied to. But frankly, I kind of hate the idea of disclosure in the sense that it presupposes that there is something to disclose. It reinforces the, their assumption that the secret that is hit, that there is a secret that is hidden and that I have a responsibility to tell others. And that presupposes that the other person might have some kind of issue or problem with what is to be disclosed and that their feelings matter more than mine. I mean, we were talking about this before, but I personally felt honored when I've been told by other persons that they are transgendered. I don't ever feel like it's it's not something that needs to be told. It's nobody's business. Well, and then like the movies and stuff they were showing mostly was when people found out the person they were like talking to or like had started dating or whatever got 
very upset once they found out the person was trans. Right. And in movies, it most most of the movies were, I've seen anyway, which honestly hasn't been that many, but they always depict it to be like, and automatically turns violent because they didn't know. Yeah. And then there's a part in the documentary, which you haven't watched the whole thing, but I did show you part of it, where um, they talk about how when men play trans women on screen and then you see them at award shows winning, you can tell they're dressed like normal. Like one where Jared Leto had a freaking beard. And how that when trans women play trans women, you don't have the same problem because they're women all the time. But it's like worries men when they see their friends think that trans women are just men in uh in drag and then think they're gay and then they freak out there's still it's such a difference though drag is different from being trans and all the things of course it is but it's so stupid people need it is stupid but people need to see stuff like this because when they see actual trans people playing trans people especially when it's a real trans person they're depicting right and i honestly feel like and i did tell you this before too i feel like if they would do that it would not make it as big of this like taboo thing like it shouldn't be shocking to see in my opinion of course it shouldn't be shocking to see a transgendered person and honestly let's be real most of the time you're not going to really know that they're trans unless it's you know unless they tell you or whatever a lot of the cases i've seen trans women they're women they look they look just like a woman because they are so i don't see what the big stink is well in the parts that you didn't see some of the trans women talked about when they were early in their transition and like going out in public and people knowing and saying a bunch of shit about them so expect i mean before my transition you could definitely tell that i was assigned female at birth i feel like so, be honest with you i can't remember <laughs> shocking you can't remember i know i know that's that's the big joke but i mean i feel like i've known you as rye for so long i don't remember this is, it's only, this is all this it's is. only been three years it doesn't feel like it's only been three years what the heck yeah i came out in 2020 that's crazy 2023 but that's crazy it's getting close to four but i started my transition like hormones in june yeah 2020 gosh it's really only been but I started years. telling people the end of January of twenty twenty. Yeah, I don't know. That it I know, shocker that I don't remember, but just trying to even remember when we worked together, I don't I don't know. Well anyway, another um documentary is called The Trans List. It came out in twenty sixteen and it uh features interviews with 11 trans and non-binary celebrities and public figures. And this documentary gets their life stories and experiences right from the source. Um, This is one that you can watch on Max. 
I have seen it, but honestly, I apparently the don't remember the whole thing, but when I went to look, I saw it was watched, and I was like, oh, obviously, I'm the one who watched it. It's my account. Nice. Good job. And if if I watch the whole thing, then I obviously like it, because if I don't, if I find, watch something like that's trans and it's offensive, I'll just be like, nope. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. So. And you watched it all the way through, you said? Yeah, there was like a minute left or something. Oh, okay. And, you know, it's just the credits, and I don't watch the credits. Okay. Usually. So it couldn't have been too terrible then. Yeah, who watches credits, honestly? <laughs> um. So next is a movie that neither of us seen, but after I watched the uh, trailer yesterday, and then before we started, I showed it to B, and now we both want to watch it. Um, it's a Drunk Town's Finest. It's a 2015 movie. Meet three interconnected people living on a remote Navajo reservation, including sex worker and beautiful and a beautiful trans woman. It is an authentic portrayal of trans women of color played by trans women of color. In the film, the film is also written and directed by one. Now that we can... Now that's what we call representation. You can rent by or buy Drunken Town's Finest on YouTube, Google Play, Movies and TV, Voodoo, Amazon Prime Video, and Apple TV. I mean, I immediately went and added it to my Amazon Prime uh, watch list so I can go back and purchase it later to watch because the trailer was amazing. I have to see it now. The next one is one that a lot of people have probably heard of, and it's called A Boys Don't Cry. It came out in 2000. Um, it's a film based on the true story of Brandon Tina, who was a trans uh, teen who was assaulted and murdered in 1993. Um, he began a romance with a woman, and they lived in a smaller town, and so you know, small towns and things that they don't agree with usually turns to violence, unfortunately. But it, since it is based on a true story, it's one that I found to be, I remember it. I remember it when it came out. And I. And that's why, you know. It, it, that's how you know that it was, what, a good one? Or I immediately Googled. I immediately Googled. Not good. It's not good that it happened. But the fact that they made a movie on it, and I think Hillary Swank played uh, yes. Brandon. And I don't know, I, I immediately was researching it. I wanted to know more about Brandon Tina and the things that happened and more. I wanted to know more about him. I was curious. Um, either way, you can rent it or buy it on YouTube, Google Play, Vudu, Amazon Prime, and Apple TV. So I haven't, I haven't been able to watch that movie um i did try to watch it but i couldn't and then um i do want to watch the 1998 documentary the brandon tina story and uh in disclosure one of the trans men talk about how they wrote out it was friends with brandon and how he was also killed and they just like wrote him out of the movie 
See, and I didn't, I didn't know that. And I don't recall reading that in any of the research that I did long ago. Well, that means nothing to me about you not remembering something from the early 2000s. Of course. I mean, I don't remember a lot from the early 2000s either, so seems valid. Did you, so you saw it when it came out? I did. I do remember seeing it when it came out. And surprisingly, it was one of those ones that, like, I'm pretty sure, like, my mom, my dad, and my brother and I, we all watched it together. Oh, uh, that's... It's not really surprising for my family anyway, because my mom's, you know, pretty, she's pretty relaxed with a lot of things, so. Fair. So there's, um, another one is Passing, which follows three trans men of color. It's a short documentary exploring the intersections between race, gender, and identity, and the struggles that can come with living authentically as multiple marginalized persons the only place i could find it was on how do you say that vimo 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 yo i have no idea <laughs> the I-, I don't know but i was like it's like youtube put copyrighted information uh, stuff on there but i looked and it was like i don't know if, i don't think it was a director but i think a producer or something put it up i forget so yeah. it's legal <laughs> Um, I, I didn't want to like be like, hey, watch this, but it's not legal. So right. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> um, another one is Cowboys. It came out in 2020. It's about a father and his transgender son uh, escape to the Montana wilderness after the boy's mother refuses to let her child live as his authentic self. The movie stars Sasha Knight, uh, transgender actor Sasha Knight, as the transgender character Joe. It says there's not very many roles for trans kids, even small roles. There are just not very many. Sasha told out about his work in cowboys, especially trans masculine roles. It's cool to be a part of something that's breaking barriers. You can watch cowboys on Hulu. You can rent and buy it on YouTube, Google Play, uh, Vudu, Amazon Prime, and Apple TV. Um, I actually really like that movie. Um, and then like... The father also has, like, mental health issues. Really? Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you would probably like it if you watched things that weren't 90s stuff over and over again. I can't help it. I do repetitively watch comfort shows. I'm trying to be better. I really want to see the drunk town's finest. So, hey. I'm moving on up now. <laughs> but, you know, speaking of um, younger transgender actors or actresses, I forgot. Have you ever seen Euphoria? Uh, no. Okay, so Zendaya's, right? Yes. Okay, it follows Zendaya's character. Not personally. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it follows Zendaya's character and her battle against addiction. Um, but in this movie, there is a transgendered uh, character and it's played by an actual transgendered um, actress and her name is Hunter Schaefer and I don't know why talking about cowboys I was like oh yeah what about Hunter yeah I would I would recommend um, Euphoria to Euphoria. see Hunter in it honestly because you know why not support her but I can't remember shocking I know but I I'm trying to recall like if her character ends up like 
I remember it was a bad situation, but I can't remember if they stigmatized her character or not. I want to say not because she's like, she's a very popular character in it and she's like best friends and she has like this whole very large role in it. So I would say not, but you never know. Well, speaking of TV shows, um, the there's one called Tale of the City, which is a reboot of a 1993 PBS Ministries adapted from novels. Uh, uh, yep, can't say people's names. I <laughs> um, revisits the queer characters at 28. Barbary Lane, San Francisco. Um, I can't remember if I watched the original or not, but it was pretty good, though. I told you about um, uh, oh, and then it has the actress Jen Richards I was talking about playing uh, the young version of the one character. Hmm. Um, and oh, <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, I was telling you about that when I was seeing if anyone had used our name before. The, uh, I found another show, and they were talking about uh, this show and how the older characters that are now seen as uh, hit, like slurs. Yeah, and derogatory. And, yeah, yeah, and they used it and then so the people in that used that as a reason to continue to say those words and that's when i stopped listening to that podcast and yeah so i'm like so it, they do say it in the show and i don't think people should say it but it's same thing as a show and that doesn't give people the right to say slurs because they see it on their show i agree and like they're like Gen X. I'm like, yeah, these people are boomers. But okay. Yeah. And I was not, yeah, I was like, I'm done with this podcast. So if we ever do anything offensive like that, please tell this. We will change. Oh, definitely tell us. And I know I've made my stance very clear when it comes to a lot of things. We are definitely not here to offend nobody. Um, and we are willing to change ways if necessary. Yes. Also, um, you can watch that, The Tale of the Cities, on Netflix or Pluto TV. The next one I really like. It's called Heartstopper. It says, teens Charlie and Nick discover their unlikely friendship might be something more as they navigate school and young love in this coming-of-age series. Trans actress Yasmin Finney plays Elle Argent on Netflix Heartstopper, and the character has been praised for normalizing the trans experience. She refuses to conform to harmful tropes often seen among the community, which is another one you can watch on Netflix. Um, yeah, I really like that one. It's uh, probably more at teens, but um, I thought it was really good. I mean, bro, come on. We still like watching Degrassi every now and again, so it's, it's fine. <laughs> That's true. There is a trans character in Grassy. However, they are played by a cis person. Um, I have not seen Pose, 
but I I have heard from others that it's very good. It's set in the 1980s. Pose looks, yeah. <laughs> At the juxtaposition of several segments oh. of life and society in New York. Yeah. I, okay. Pose is a, set in the 1980s, and it's about ballroom, the ballroom culture. I believe in it. I think it's in New York City. Yeah, it's in New York. Okay. You can watch Pose on Hulu. You can also rent or buy on YouTube, Google Play, Movies and TV, Vudu, Amazon Prime Video, and Apple TV. Next, um, we have books, and the first one is one of my favorite books. Tomorrow We Will Be Different by Sarah McBride. Sarah McBride, the first openly transgendered state senator in U.S. history, is a story of love and loss and a powerful entry point into the LGBT community, community's battle for equal rights and what it means to be openly transgender. Um, do you know anything about the ball, ball culture, though? Because I kept seeing that when I was doing research and I didn't understand. Do you know anything about the ball culture and the transgender community? Um, I mean, not a lot. Um but it is very big much place. yeah it was okay. much bigger back then i believe though okay oh in the 80s yeah but i think it's more in like uh people of color were involved okay. in the bowl culture uh don't quote me on that but, curious hmm. um another book uh, trans book that I've read is Before I Had Words on Being Trans, being a Transgender Young Adult. Um, at the beginning of his physical transition from female to male, then 17-year-old Skylar Kurgill, Kurgill, I forget how, shit, we looked it up, posted videos on YouTube in the months and years that followed. He recorded updates, videos, about his physical and emotional changes his exper he experienced. Have you seen? So the book's about his life. What? Have you seen his YouTube videos? Um, no, not. I did look at some to, to say his name in the night. Fucked it up anyway. <laughs> That's okay. Words are hard. Listen, last names are hard. First names are hard. English is sucks. That's <laughs> all. If I did not know English as a first language, I would not be able to. Uh, agree. Because to the heckins with. Like, I don't know how people do it. You're amazing. Good job for learning English. For sure. And it's not your first language. We definitely cheer you on here for that because English is. Another yeah, they don't make it no, they don't make it easy to learn, not at all. But they here in America, it seems like everybody expects you to learn how to speak English. So another one is called Sorted, uh, Growing Up and Coming Out and Finding My Place, a Transgender Memoir. An unflinching and enduring memoir, memoir of the legitimate advocate Jackson Bird about how he finally sorted things out and came out as a transgendered man. I have, however, watched several of his videos on YouTube. He also has a TED Talk. Jackson Bird? Yes. Okay. All right. He went to his, like, high school reunion, and he was like, and he was not sure how it was going to be, but people knew about transition because of his TED Talk. Wow. So, so people there actually knew. So I wonder, did that make it easier for him, I suppose? 
Yeah, I think it went well. So, speaking of YouTubers, <laughs> um, actually, I believe the first trans YouTuber I ever watched was uh, uh, Jamie Dodger, also known as Jamie. Um, he's a YouTube creator who represents the trans community. He has an act academic background in gender issues he actually has a phd oh interesting so, um he also just wrote a book recently which i forget what it's called oh i think it's the t and lgbt is what it's called oh that's i do want to read it but i have not read it yet um he offers reflections um on his struggles, hopes, and triumphs. He also talks about his surgeries and stuff like that. And one of the videos I was watching, he's like, yeah, before top surgery, he couldn't he couldn't wear a vest. And I was like, why couldn't he wear a vest? But turns out vests in the UK are tank tops. And I'm like, oh yeah, you can't wear a tank top when you haven't had top surgery. I recall you telling me about this, about the vests. Yeah, and when he, I took me a minute to figure out what he meant by jumper. Yeah, what is a jumper? Because I still don't get the jumper. Oh, it's a sweater. Okay, because I also watch a YouTube creator who I believe is in the UK, and she says, she's okay. She plays Sims. Okay, let's just. I am who I am. Anyways, she plays Sims, and as she's dressing her her character, she'll be like, "Oh, let's find a little jumper," and I'm like, still so confused watch these characters because jumper i'm expecting it to be some kind of like overalls or something <laughs> okay sorry sidebar sidetrack always <laughs> um but yeah i would definitely re recommend his channel it could be very informative informative and i feel like it's better to and to look at stuff on the internet than just go up to a random trans person and ask them like the, the internet's a thing now, so you stuff up. You can watch videos. You don't have to trans person and ask them stuff. You don't know if they're comfortable with it or if people around them know, so then you could be outing them in public. Oh, which is so, definitely not okay. Google exists. Um, as an ally, something that I also had to learn was Google Google exists, and, and Rye doesn't always want to answer all of my questions. <laughs> So as an ally, always remember that there are other ways to find the information that you want to know and that just because you know somebody who's trans does not mean they know everything related to trans stuff. Yes. I'm one person. My experience is different than everyone else's. Also, just FYI, don't ask a trans person what's in their pants. Thank you. I still don't understand why that it would, why... We're all morbidly curious, like, let's not lie. We're morbidly curious about everything, but, like, you don't say some things out loud. Um, yeah, unless you plan on sleeping with that person, and by sleep, I mean have sex with that person, then it's none of your goddamn business Absolutely. what's in their pants. Absolutely. Unless they want to tell you, just still a little weird, <laughs> don't ask. Yeah. Thank you. Which definitely not appropriate at work, I, which I've been asked at work. I have never asked. I have never asked. Not at my current job, though. I know, but I'm saying I've never asked you. I feel like it's important. Everybody knows. 
<laughs> that I'm not that person that was like, hey, right, so what you got going on? Never happened and never going to happen. That's good. That's weird. I'm taught you well. Yes, you're teaching me very well. Thank you so much. Um, another YouTuber I have watched is Samantha Lux. Um, she's a transgender woman. Uh, she's an influencer and she hits her, her channels. Her name is Samantha Lux. Um, she, I feel like she ta- like reviews other people's videos a lot or like comment, comment does commentary on them i think i feel like obviously you haven't watched youtube that much lately so i haven't seen any of her videos recently on hers does she share her experience as well or does she just more do commentary um to others and when she does commentary is it to other people in the community or is it just commentary in general I mean, I feel like it's videos that are important, but apparently she began documenting her transition on her channel. Well, good for her on that. If that's something that she wants. But I don't think I've seen any older ones of her older videos. It happens. You want me to go next? Yes. Okay. Another way to show support is to learn about the laws that affect the community. There are several legislations that discriminate against transgender individuals for receiving basic health care to just having the right to publicly exist. You can learn more about the legislations that actually affect the transgender community at the uh, ACLU.org or the American Civil Liberties Union or one that I found was the trans legislation and it's trans legislation. Oh my God, words are hard. Trans legislation. (laughs) And there, the website, it, uh, it actually tracks all of the trans bills that are continuing to be introduced to, uh, across the whole country. Yes. To legislation across the whole country. Um, we will post both of those in the show notes and there are also a few organizations that you can make a monetary donation to and support if you choose to do so uh if you would like to support an in-person type of event you could google google for events in your area and or try to find the lgbt group and call and see if they have any recommendations of things during the week that you can participate in so this week is to honor and celebrate everyone under the trans umbrella in the community thank you for listening to today's episode i just want to add too that i actually did google for uh transgender awareness week events and things did come up i believe the website was like event right or something i can't remember but if you do google transgender celebrations in my area things will come up because i was able to find like like um ones that were hosted online even which i thought was really interesting and then i think they had a couple of like in-person events that you could go to just to celebrate people living their authentic selves. Um, As always, we will have a list of resources and hotlines for some of the things we've talked about today. Uh, If you have any that you would like to share with us, always just shoot us a message. We will be very happy to add it. Um, Yeah, you can get more information 
from us on our website at finallyoutwithfriends.com. Hey B, what's our pets or people this week? Today's pet or people comes from Brandon, pronouns he, him. I pet sit a void cat named Bug. Bug is usually a stranger hater, but recently she meows instead of hissing, and when she swipes at me, it's very half-hearted. She will now eat treats out of my hand, and last night, she even played stringy toy with me. I'm winning this sweet little weirdo over little by little. I love that for you. I love when cats who typically have like a very mean demeanor or they just don't like other people in general besides their owners start to warm up to you. I think it's the sweetest thing. And in a lot of ways, that says stuff about you and who you are, Brandon. Thank you so much for sharing this week's uh, pet or people with us. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I appreciate if you would subscribe and review our show on your preferred listening platform, but no pressure. And here at Finally Out With Friends, we see you, we celebrate with you, and we love you. Now take care of yourself, drink your water, and take your meds.